Welcome to another new episode of the Get Organized with Declutter Me podcast with myself, Shalina. This week is my guest, Ibrahim Abourais, who has a podcast with his two mates called Sneaker JE. Unsurprisingly, they talk about everything sneaker culture. So we met by chance in his apartment, nothing dodgy with his wife. And I got to see this <laughs> amazing vast collection of trainers or sneakers, as they call it here. And I have to say they were pretty well organized and you can see it in the background right now. So as he talks about sneakers and I see a lot of people with them, you know, with huge, huge sneaker collections, I thought it would be great to get some insight uh, into this phenomenon and to find out what is the best way to look after them. So welcome, Ibrahim, to the Get Organized podcast. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. No, no. Well, you know, like you, I, I got so excited with you being there and I was like, oh my God, we need to talk because yeah. <laughs> you have, as you can see, that at collection and, you know, you have... I have one pair of it. The Air Jordans. They're Air Jordans, right? Not yeah. Force. Yeah, yeah. No, they're Jordan 1 mid. Yeah, yeah I have one. You have met many. A lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> so I was like, let, let's talk about this because this is not, you're not unusual. You're the norm now in Dubai and in the UAE and like actually around the world. Like loads of people have big collections. So. Yeah. I'm a bit on the excessive side, but yeah, after um, lockdown worldwide and the people were getting paid, but they weren't able to spend it anywhere. So then they were just started collecting, whether it's uh, sneakers. I remember Lego sets became a big thing as well, yes. like puzzles, Lego sets. Yeah. I, surely you must have been to a house where you've seen like a Lego set or two. I'm a hundred percent sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, those can get out of hand too. Yeah. So yeah, the, it depends on how you want to manage your collection. So it, it's up to each person. Yeah, the, the Lego one was bad. I have had a client who his uh, partner was in another country. He was locked down in here and he just did Lego and he has beautiful cities. He's made all the cities. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, it's a lot. And then, you know, you put them on windowsills. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot with any collection, yeah. I suppose it, it happens. But let's get into this, right? So let's start right. with what was your first pair of sneakers? And like, how did you start your collection? Have you got them here, right. your first pair? So, yeah. So, so see, the thing is when I, to me, when I consider my first pair of uh, sneakers, it's the one that for me started, um, the, I'm not going to call it obsession because then I'm just going to dig a hole for myself. Yeah, my uh, passion or yeah. uh, my yeah, hobby. It's, it's a passion, uh, right? Right. So the first one that kind of started everything. So I have it actually. Okay. It's in again one of the boxes, but it's on the bottom. All right. Okay. But it's it is this one. So Ooh. okay. Yeah. So this sneaker, it's a Jordan one as right. well, similar to yours, but this is a high. Yours is considered a mid. Um, they, this okay. one I lined up for it like three hours. Let's say three four hours. It's not that long, by the way. Trust me. I've lined up a day. So that's that's something like that. A Outside, day. This is. Ah, yeah, yeah, like uh, when it comes to because basically what the store would do is that they would say that we have the sneaker dropping. It's a first come first serve. Yeah. So there is an unwritten rule between people that say sneakerheads that first come first serve mean there's a lineup. People respect the lineup. They stand in line and they just wait for the store to open. Yeah. Okay. In the US and in Europe, it can go up to a day, two days, depending on the thing. I mean, in the US, it's even more, more, more crazy. People lined up for new iPhones, so. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So then basically the sneaker is called, uh, I don't know if you know, but each sneaker has a name like or a given name to it. So this one is called the Rookie of the Year. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I uh, don't want to bore you with the details. But for me, I love the story behind the shoes. That's that's what ma- mainly dra- draws me to them. So you see the color, it's like a golden brown suede. Yeah. And uh, when Michael Jordan won his Rookie of the Year award, he was wearing yeah. a, a sweater of the same color, same material almost. And uh, and then even here on the side, on the wings, they have, I, I don't know if it's very clear, but you yeah, can, yeah. He, it has his, his statistics of the day, of the year. You know, so they put 1984 wow. to 1985, that it was that season, the 2,300 points, etc. And they put a part of his speech, like a sentence, which is, uh, I find it nice. It says, this award is nice, but I just feel it is very important for each individual to go out and contribute to his team, which uh, wow. is a very good message, you know? So this is the first one that started it. And, uh, you know, once you get the high of lining up uh, and uh, actually getting your, uh, the sneaker, uh, it's it's, uh, it's such a rush. And I've lined up before and didn't get it. So you know what I mean? Like it's, really? I lined up, there was one I lined up for six hours and uh, the person in front of me got the last pair in my size. Oh no. Yeah. So, it, so then here, what happens is you start to think, you're like, if I just came like 15 minutes earlier, yeah. or like 20 minutes earlier, you would have gone. But it is what it is. It's okay. Yeah. That's the thing. You have to accept uh, all of them, the wins and the losses. But this that's is the one that started it. Crazy. But I like that's actually quite cool. I was, when I was young, I was a Bulls fan. So, yeah. And it me was yeah, during yeah. uh, Michael Jordan, like Jordan and Pippen were the key guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I watched the documentary on Netflix. So I, it was just reliving my, my childhood. So yeah, no, I, I, do, I do love that. The documentary caused uh, caused a lot of problems for sneakerheads who were sneakerheads before that. Just right. because now there's something called uh, uh, the last dance tax. So the documentary is called the last dance. Yeah. So let's assume this sneaker I can uh, I can buy it on the aftermarket uh, for let's say rough let's two hundred dollars. I'm just throwing a number. Right. Okay. Before the before the the last dance after the last dance now this it would cost four hundred. Just because more people are aware of it, they love it and they uh, want to buy. So now there's more demand. So yeah. now, yeah, like there there are some colorways that that are triple the price even. So that's mad. That yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we great. love the doc, we love the docu series, but we also kind of I hate it because it made yeah. it harder for us to buy. But it's made sneakers. it it's made it more expensive for you. So like yeah, like that's yeah, just crazy. it's just more expensive. Yeah. So what is but, your favorite uh, one then? So you showed me your first. What's the favorite? Right. So I don't know if you can... I'll try to give you... Like, this is what I have in the living room on display, obviously. Right. Some yeah. of them, I've, I've stored other ones uh, that are not on display. But my favorite ones have to be this one. So you're a Buzz fan. So obviously is this it is... It's Similar. the same, but this is the high. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's high. It's, it's <gasps> the same, but this is the high version. See, I yeah, yeah, exactly. Good taste. <laughs> yeah, so this colorway is called the bread, which is just black and red. So it's yeah. the bread, Jordan 1 bread. And this is the first one that, you know, he came up with. Not he came up with the first one he wore, let's say. Right. Uh, so this is the, in a way, this is what started the sneaker culture, the whole movement of sneaker Yay. culture, because Michael Jordan kind of spearheaded that. In the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, he did. Well, that's and, why I uh, bought it. And it was like, it's the colors of the balls. So I was like, and yeah, it goes exactly, with a lot exactly. of things. So, yeah. 
But does it have yeah. the, does it have the name on it? Like, where is it? I mean, sorry, my trainers are a bit dirty. I know the names are not on the thing. So on the inside, like the tag, you just have the, the like the it's the called number. the um, the code, yeah, yeah, the color code or something. But the names are before it used to be the fans that would give the names of the shoes, like um. uh, not the companies, but now let's say in the past ten years or so, like now the Nike or the Jordan brand comes up with the shoe and they name it. But before they, that wasn't the case. They would just come up. Like it would be called Jordan One Black slash Red, and then yeah. people would call it whatever uh, uh, it is. Yeah, sorry. but this is the one that started it on. Sorry, my cats uh, decided yeah. to join in and and and. Ah, uh, that's fine. That's it. fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so oh my god, that's cool. That's so cool. So I have like your favorite one. Um, yeah. So how do you decide what goes into your collection? Because this fascinates me that people have a. Cl- how do you decide what? Is what you know in there? That, that's 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 um that's obviously the first question I guess anybody that when regardless whether it's sneakers or anything obviously when you see somebody with a collection you ask them like what do you, how do you buy yeah. what do you buy etc. So now I think it's a cycle for me. So any person that starts collecting and they get this like uh you know I, I'm I want to start collecting sneakers. Unfortunately, uh, people just go on and buy anything they can find because in their head, they're like, I'm so late in the game. Like uh, now there are people that have been collecting for five years, 10 years, 20 years. I need to kind of catch up. So then people will start buying left and right. Anything that comes out, they will buy. Um, And that's phase one, let's call it. Let's call it uh, uh, the baby phase where you're just buying everything that you want. Uh, not really you want some things you you don't even want them but you're like okay it's a jordan i like jordans i will buy this jordan even though you don't really like the color you don't like the style but you will buy it okay um so that's one um but then you start to mature a bit and you're like okay uh i let's say six months ago i had one pair now i have 15 all right i need to relax right so then you actually start you're like okay out of these which is my favorite like models, let's say, not the right. color, let's say the model, because like you saw, yours is the Jordan 1 mid, there's Jordan 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, until like 30 something. Right. Okay. So then you need to decide, you need to decide what is the thing that, uh, which model I like the most. Right. And then from that, you kind of be like, okay, for me, like me, I like Jordan 1s. As you can see, all of them, they're the similar style. Yeah. My favorite is Jordan 1. So then I was like, okay, I love Jordan 1. So I would like to collect Jordan 1s mainly. But then, of course, you get attracted to other stuff. And then, uh, you know, you got, to, for example, maybe a different brand, maybe Asex. I have a lot of Asex as well. I love Ooh. Asex shoes. Uh, I have some Adidas here and there, some Yeezys. But what it comes down to is what makes it fun for you. So for yeah. me, I like, like I said at the beginning, I like the stories behind sneakers. Right, yeah, yeah. So most of my sneakers, if not all, I would like to say most, I, I cannot say all, but most of them, they had, there's this, there's this either a story or a reason behind the color, behind the design, right, etc. Okay. So even ones that Michael Jordan himself in history didn't like. So by the way, the Jordan 1 model, the one that you have, I have, yeah. jo- Michael Jordan didn't like it. So, really? Yeah. Nice. So Michael Jordan, when they showed the Jordan 1, the, at the time it was just, I think, Air Jordan or whatever, that's yeah. it. He didn't like the design. And then they did a Jordan 2, and then when the Jordan 2 happened, he didn't like the design as well. And then he was on the verge of leaving. And he wanted he wanted to initially sign with Adidas. Right. Keep in mind, this was, this is back in the 80s. Nike yeah. is such a young brand. Yeah. 
And then they got a guy called Tinker Hatfield, and they're like, "Please, <laughs> man! Like Michael Jordan is gonna leave us. Help us out." Yeah. Uh, so then he designed the Jordan Three, and that's when Michael Jordan, like, he's like, "Okay, like this I like." And then yeah. he stayed on, and with Michael, they, they collaborated more. And then there's a two, four, five, six, seven, eleven till. I think Michael Jordan on court played till like he he wore a Jordan I think seventeen or eighteen. Uh-huh. Everything after that, everything after that came out after his retirement. Right. Okay. So you need to know which style that you like for yeah, sure, yeah. and uh, concentrate around that. And then what do you like? For me, I like the stories. So all my like my sneakers have stories around them. Uh, for example, this one I show you one. All right. So this one. Yeah. All right. It's a uh, black and white essentially but you see like this this is called the the swoosh basically yeah, yeah. the Nike swoosh it's like uh, different shades of green uh this is called the Jordan 1 Sports Illustrated why it's because mm-hmm. uh this the green is inspired by the cover of when Michael Jordan was on the cover of Sports Illustrated and he was wearing right. green uh hints uh, of other stuff however Michael Jordan did not like the Sports Illustrated cover. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he doesn't like a lot of things, it. does he? Though, like you know, I mean, I mean, he, he's Michael Jordan, so like I think, uh, <laughs> I think he's allowed to. You know, he's allowed to. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, he's a grumpy yeah. old man. Even when he was young, he was a grumpy old man. <laughs> he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say that. I mean, you saw the documentary, so yeah. you saw like when his teammates talked about him and how he was in practice, but then. You know, different mentality, different uh, goals and stuff. Well, so, that's, yeah, that's, a, that, I would say that. Yeah, yeah. And I think like with super athletes, they're all. I I I have a feeling that like a lot of them are like because I I work on Formula One, but they're on the spectrum. Right. So that's why they're super, you know, athletes because they're so one-minded and dedicated on that thing that exactly. they're doing. So I think that's what Michael exactly, Jordan is. Exactly. He was amazing. And to watch. Yeah. And the thing is, we only see them, let's say, when they, you know, when they reach us in the spotlight, whether it's yeah. the NBA or the Formula One or like in the football teams. But yeah. they have been working tirelessly since they were children. Yeah. So we, you know, to, to, to cultivate that mentality, it didn't come up in a month. Like it's been no. years in the making. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. Um. So, all right, let's talk about the boxes. Okay. All right, let's, go, you, let's get to it. Yeah, because you, 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 I mean, there were a lot of boxes, you know, and there's always a lot of boxes when I go to people's houses. Mm. You, you are like, I saw it. So you keep the boxes. I mean, they're piled up behind mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Are you going to sell them or are you just keeping them like, because it goes, with, like, why, why are you keeping boxes? Tell me. All right. So, <laughs> okay. So I, for me, if you would like, in terms of sneakerheads, there are people that are resellers, let's call them. Resellers right. are the people that buy and sell because yes. it's just a commodity to them. And there are people who are collectors. So like myself, I like to collect different sneakers um, more than I need, for sure. Uh, but then for me, it's a collection, kind of like an art gallery type thing. Right. Uh, so I would wear some, I would not wear some. And there are people that are just casual, you know, they love sneakers, but then they're like, I'm not going to buy and keep them. I'll just buy one. I'll wear it till it's done. I'll better buy another one. So the boxes. For me, <laughs> <laughs> so the box, for me, I'm a The collector. box is gone already. Like the box went True. the day I bought it. So True. like, yeah, sorry. Go as on. a collection. No, that's fine. Completely fine. But yeah, I agree. That's, that's what most, let's say, sneakerheads are or people that are interested in sneakers now. Uh, but as a collector, uh, the box is very important. Why? Okay. Because the value drops without the box. 
Right. So for me, some sneakers, whether worn or not worn, maybe at some point I would like, it's kind of like an investment, right. you know, like my income doesn't allow me to invest in uh, a lot of houses or, you know, like uh, that type of stuff or like watches even. So yeah. like, but sneakers I can't. So I can buy sneakers. I can, let's say, buy five and maybe not wear any of them. But I know for a fact that in a matter of two, three, five years, that their value would go up at least 70%. So then if I want to sell wow. them at that point, then I would be making money. It's a long-term investment. So that's the difference between collectors and resellers. Resellers will not buy sneakers that are long-term investments. Right, they will yeah. only buy something that they know they can sell in the next day, in the next week. Yeah, And uh, they would buy that. However, me, I don't really look to resell. Sometimes, sometimes like the opportunities are just so good. Like you would buy a sneaker, you might not even know it. And then yeah. when you when you just look on, so there's an app called StockX. I don't know if you heard of it. It's basically like a marketplace for sneakers, ju- uh-huh. uh, not jewelry, I would say, uh, clothes, bags, etc. And they would tell you what's the market value for something. Right. So then I would buy something, let's say it's a thousand dirhams or 700 dirhams or whatever. And then when I look at StockX, I'm like, okay, its value right now is 3000. Wow. I mean, why not? You know, like if I can hey. sell it, then why not? Yeah. So it depends. But for the most part, it's a collection uh, for the long term. By the time, let's say I'm bored of having a lot of sneakers, then I would just sell them. And without the box, the value goes down. Well, then you can uh, buy a house, but if you sell all the sneakers, isn't it? Inshallah. I mean, w- with the way, with yeah, inshallah, but not with the way the real estate is right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. That's true. Tough. Yeah, but the box is very important to keep the condition of the shoes. It's not even the box. Like inside the box, you know, like there's the papers. Yeah. The paper is important. And something that came up recently is that some people even keep the receipts. Right. I keep the receipts when I can uh, because it's just the fact that now it's become much easier to um, buy fake uh, yeah. shoes, the fake sneakers. Um, and then, so some people wouldn't even trust um, everything. They would need the receipt. Right. Which is understandable to a limit, but then some stuff that you bought five, ten years ago, you would not have a receipt for. Yeah. And then, but then there's something else called a legit check, which is you have people or an app that tells you it's like a, and even online, you can check like how to know if yours is original or fake. There are, and I've looked at sneakers so many, so much that when I look at a pair of shoes, I'll know if it's uh, original or not. Yeah. But sorry, to answer your question in a shortest way after all this long explanation, it's just, <laughs> to keep the, it's just to keep the value because it drops the value otherwise. So where do you, where is the best place to keep them? I mean, if you have so many trainers and so many shoes, I mean, you do, and like you don't have enough room, is it fine to just put it in a storeroom or in a store, you know, like, you know, those outdoor ones, uh, which are like right. air conditioned, like what is the optimum kind of well, way to store them optimum in a way kind of like how no i wouldn't say like high-end art and stuff but it needs to be a place where it is the temperature controlled humidity right. controlled because in the end it's material you know yeah. it's leather or it's suede especially if it's leather leather mm. with a lot of heat a lot of humidity it deteriorates it uh, like uh, the this part which is the the midsole this part yeah, yeah. yeah over time it cur- turns yellow yeah, so it does, yeah. you need yeah, so you need to control to keep it in a place that controls the humidity and the temperature. Outdoor storage areas not recommended to be honest because right. even if they're inside the box, the box is made out of cardboard which yeah. itself deteriorates. Right. Yeah. So 
what I would say is if um, let's say try to be smart with with your own house. So the bed that we have, like the the bed, like I don't know if you if you remember in the bedroom, but yeah. the bed it's uh, it's from IKEA actually. Uh. If you open it, under it is storage. Oh, so I have I a don't lot of the boxes that. there. Oh, I, I, I don't think we. I don't think you. We you open that. No, no. But under the bed, when you open the mattress thing, the it's whole layer under it is free for storage. Okay, so you right. can. So I put a lot of boxes there. I moved some boxes to to my family's house. Right. Uh, like not just boxes, shoes as well. Like okay. some shoes that I know I'm not gonna wear. Yeah. I moved them. I only kept the ones that are here with these. Uh, like, I think they're called like acrylic, plastic, whatever yeah, boxes. Yeah. Because they're on display, so they look good and they're yeah, yeah. protected at the same time. Like uh, the, the boxes protects them from humidity as well. So and that's where very did, important. And where did you get these boxes? Because I've seen them in the container store in the US, uh, but it's very expensive to ship it here. Um, right. So I think there are different places you can find on Amazon, to be honest. Right. You can find on AliExpress. Uh, you can find higher end ones, of course. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, they all do the same job. As long as the door... So, like, when you look at the door here, the way it opens, can yeah. you see it? Yeah, kind of. Here in the corners, you just need to make sure that when it closes, it doesn't leak any yeah. uh, humidity or air. And uh, you need to make sure that the doors are, like, sturdy so that they don't loosen up with time. Yeah. And that should be it. And the, and uh, really, that's all there is. And they're good. And what I like about these boxes is that they're good for displaying. If you yeah. want, If you have a collector and you want to display it, this is the best way to do yeah. it. Some people, they buy like shelves and they just put them like that. Yeah. But then dust forms, uh, et cetera. So you have to keep cleaning them. With this, yeah. you don't really need to clean any dust. Like the container on the outside, sure. But uh, but that's about it. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I mean, I have dealt with boxes for shoes and it was from Amazon, but they were flimsy. And, you know, I, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I've seen the container store ones in the US and he, even here, like people have bought them. So your one is very good because it closes properly. But I have seen some right. ones that are just so cheap, it's pointless. And then it starts flopping, like the whole unit. Exactly. Like, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially because they're heavy. Like, you know, especially for guys, mm-hmm. you've got, it's heavier than the women's. Oh, yeah, pair, yeah, so. yeah. Like the, the average, I would say, average weight of like Jordans, at least from my size, the bigger sizes, mm. they would be at least like three pounds, maybe two to yeah. three pounds. So if you get something that's not sturdy, then of course it will start to like, yeah. what is it called? I forgot the word, but uh, um, it starts to come. I don't know what's the word, yeah. but you get me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like with time, it's just fatigue of the material, I guess. Yeah. And the thing is, because they're sturdy, they can be stacked on top of each other. So like I have five on top of each other and they're very like, they're very sturdy. I can move them, but nothing happens to them because they're oh. just built in that way. Yeah, and no, you good. didn't. Yeah, it does. It does. But did you see there was a guy this week, I think, on Instagram? I saw he has a house in Dubai. He had, he made a whole room. The wall. Yeah, I know. Dalton. Yeah, I know the guy. Uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. That room is insane. But uh, if you like, he has, I think, over a thousand pair of sneakers. So when you reach that level, like, yeah, it kind of gets, you need a house for the sneakers, you know? (laughs) Practically, it's uh, it's practically a whole extension to the house. So how many have you got? How many I've got? Good question. Um, The last count I did, I would would think it would be somewhere over, it should, it's surely above 120. Is that, that is that all? 
Really? Exactly. See, That's like old. when you look at it, you're like, why? But yeah, yeah. when you see like when you see the guys like Dalton and these people with the walls of sneakers, uh, then you look at them and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's perspective, but he his was mental. Like that was bonkers. But the guy the guy has been buying and collecting sneakers. I think like for fifteen years now or something, um, and uh, fifteen twenty years. And I think like he's like he's able to you know to spend that money. So yeah, yeah. I think surely there must have been like weeks where he bought like ten pair in a week, ten pairs yeah. of shoes in a week. So I mean, good for him, and uh, that's something insane. I don't know if I'll reach that level to be honest. Uh, I would like my wife. I- yeah, happy. I don't know if your wife will let you. Yeah, <laughs> happy wife, happy, happy wife. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've met your wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you have so to choose one thing. collection. <laughs> indeed, indeed, and um, I think naturally, growing up, my dad indirectly built the collecting. Um, let's call it uh, tick in me because we used to watch a lot of these shows about like storage wars, storage hunters where yeah. they go buy a storage unit and then they find what's inside. So then that kind of, that built inside of me that everything has value and then uh, for the right um, yeah. buyer. Yeah, yeah. So I so sneakers and then I have something else called Funko Pops. I don't know if you've seen them. Yes, like I saw small, them. I organized them, yeah, yeah. We put them yeah, away. So Funko, <laughs> well, the Funko the 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 Funko Pops you've seen. That's after me selling a hundred and thirty pieces. So that I've sold a hundred and thirty pieces. But people are well. obsessed here, like, and it's I've got so many clients here in their twenties, early thirties, and younger who right. have Funko Pops, and yeah, nobody has one or two except for the client today had two only out of the box so it was very bad it was like it was out of the box yeah exactly yeah so if a person has out of the box ones it's because they just they don't care about Funko Pops but they like that character or that whatever and they want it on their desks or or something but when you're buying it as a collection same to shoes you cannot get them out of the box you have to put them in box protectors it's it's uh, me but (laughs) does it even have value because these Funko Pops I mean every house I go to literally has Funko Pops I think I'm the only house that doesn't, and I'm gutted I didn't buy the Queen's one when I should have bought uh, the Queen. Okay. So, no, yeah. No, see, here's the thing. Again, everything has value, but you need to have the knowledge behind it to understand it. Right. So, of course, not every Funko Pop has value. Not everything that comes out. Some of them, yes. Like, some of them, I would I would buy it at a price. And there is one that I... Well, there are two that I bought... I think for those both, I paid a thousand dirhams for at the time, but I sold them for five. Five thousand dirhams? You sold yeah, yeah, yeah. them for five? Those tiny little things, like if, like listeners, viewers, these things. Do you want this, me to show you one? Do yes, you show, you one? show everyone what a Funko uh, Pop looks like. If you, if you don't know, just, just have a look. It's, it's, they're this big, like this big. It's nuts. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, so this is one, for example, that's, is it signed? Yeah. So funny enough, uh, my wife and I went with our friends to, I don't know. Do you know Joe Coy? The, uh, yes. the comedian? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a show in Dubai. Yeah. So when I went in the at the merchandise store, he was selling Funko Pops. A, a bit expensive, not going to lie. A bit over the usual price. But right. I'm like, I love it. And it, it has, so with Funko Pops as well, like just to give you a tip, Something to know if something has more value or not, if it has somewhat of a sticker on it. 
Uh-huh. Most of these have value because they're special edition ones or limited or etc. Right. So this is only, you can only buy it from the tour that he's doing. Yeah, yeah. So I bought it. And then on the way out, actually, we saw him walking and we were looking for him to get it signed, but we couldn't. But then my wife, like she saw him at the corner of her eye and then she took the Funko Pop and she sprinted to him. And she's like, can you sign it? And then as he's walking, he signed it. Oh, so yeah, wow. so it's signed by Joe Coy. So value-wise, now forget value, like sentiment-wise, like the story, yeah. I never forget it. You know, but value wise, did for you, man. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a special one. Considering she's exasperated by your Funko Pops. (laughs) Yeah, that's love. So so the two that I bought, both of them were limited to like three hundred or five hundred pieces worldwide. Wow. So exactly stuff like that, then you know that the value will go up. Yeah. So and if you know and if and you need to find the right buyer. So the guy that I that. I found he's a he's a guy that wanted to start this collection but on limited stuff. So I'm like, right. perfect. I got the things for you. <laughs> so then that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. What is the rarest pair of sneakers you have? Rarest pair? That's that's crazy. Uh, funny enough, it's not a Jordan or a Nike. Let me show it to you. I have it somewhere here. Yeah, I got okay. it. Okay. So I will show you two. Okay. Because they're different, they're rare in different ways. So let okay. me show you the first one, the Nike one. So this one. All right. This one was on that Netflix film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, the one with Eddie Murphy. Yes. And Jonah Hill. So yeah. it literally came out the day before I came to your house. And as soon as yeah. I saw it, I said it to Nada. I went, that was in that movie yesterday. And she was like, exactly. what are you talking Yes. So that's a rare one. This is the rare one because um, there is a skateboarder called Sean Witherspoon. And right. uh, he, he retired and stuff, but he collaborated with Nike uh, on this. This was his first collaboration. And what makes this uh, special is because there are two different models. Some One thing called Air Max 1 and one called Air Max 97. Right. So the upper part, which you see, like, it's the shoes where you see that they're like this. That's Air yeah. Max 97. But the rubber, the midsole is actually Air Max 1. So what he did is that they switch and they put both of them together. Oh. So that's why this one is called the Air Max 197. And it's corduroy, like, uh, what do you call Ooh. it? Like, um, it's, it's so nice. It's amazing. I, this one I looked so hard for to find in a right price. Like, obviously, I could buy it for five, six thousand dirhams, but I'm not going to pay that money for shoes. Like, so in the end, I found the guy that sold it to me for two thousand. And for me, I know for the average Joe, two thousand for a pair of shoes is too much. But when you know how like how rare this is, like and stuff, and to find it, uh, so in terms it's called dead stock. So right. dead stock means never worn, never touched, never even tried on. So right. to find a pair that's dead stock for two thousand dirhams, it's insane. So this so is ha- in terms ha- of rare. Have you tried it now, or is it not going to be? I ever don't know. Worn? This is my. I wear it all the time. I love really? this one. Yeah, because so I, this is for me one that is I'm not I'm never gonna sell, and okay. I love the shoe so much. And even if I would sell it, I don't mind wearing it and selling it after because I know there will be people who want to buy it. Yeah, this came out like seven years ago, so really? it's it's, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's like 2017 or 2016. So it's 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 pretty rare. Yeah, so that's in terms of that. I don't know how many pairs came out. To be fair, like maybe. Usually, like with these collaborations, like at least five to ten thousand would come out. Right. However, the other shoe that's not a Nike that I wanted to show you, and the reason why I'm saying in terms of rarity by definition, it's this one. So this shoe, it's by a brand called Ten January. 
Right, it's yeah. a very independent, independent type uh, brand. They're handmade, um. and uh, each each silhouette is about a city. So this is Paris, obviously. Mm. Yeah, you can see right, it. Yeah, and the colors. Yeah, only and only thirty pairs are made whenever he makes a uh, whenever he makes one. Wow. So so yeah. So it's only this is one of thirty. So in terms of definition of rarity, like this is the most rare because it's yeah. one of thirty only. Because I, I have these. seen that branding. Right, really? You're right. Well, you know, because of the type this of one? clients I have. Yes, I have right. seen it, but only very. Very, very, very few times. I mean, I've been doing this for 10 years. True. So True. the fact that I've only seen it once or twice, maybe three times max, that's right. saying something. Because, you know, most of the time I see, I'll see all designer stuff and luxury stuff and it's the same old stuff, handbags, everything's, even an Hermes bag is the same thing. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. very blase about it, but, and like trainers, like, uh, you know, um, Air Force, I've got a lot of cl- uh, clients who collect Air Force. So, right. There's, there's a lot of them. Um, yeah, you having Jordans was, there's not that many I've seen, but Air Force seems to be the thing that people love. If they collect, they collect yeah. Air Force for some reason. Air, Air Forces are the, the everyday shoes, let's call them. Sorry, for yeah. noise, but Air Forces are like the everyday shoes. Um, I hate it when I see people wearing beat up Air Forces, like they're white supposedly, but they're like, gray like i mean yeah, yeah. i mean let, let the, just let the shoes rest you know what i mean like yeah. come on like well, what are you waiting for imagine what uh, it's like for me when i have to like try and convince them to declutter it and they won't and they look uh, yeah. skanky and i'm like dude yeah no one wants them no, no that's yeah 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 that's true uh, actually one thing that i like to do is i like to kind of recycle shoes when i can not mine like other people's so like right. i'll show you i'm just talking about it. this is my sister's air force right as you can see it's uh you know, it's seen its days. Yeah. So one thing I do is I, I customize shoes sometimes. Um, like for not, I started it for fun, but then it kind of evolved a little bit. So then I took this and I just practiced and I did this. It's not fully done, but wow. yeah. Oh, so I kind amazing. of like trial and error. Like I yeah, did yeah. somewhat of like. Oh, that's thing. really cool. Yeah. So that's one thing I would suggest to anybody who has beat up shoes to do, but please don't just keep wearing them. Like yeah. it's, it's not. No, no, no. That's amazing because the thing is, it's the whole repurposing thing. And I mean, I watched yeah. a documentary about uh, sneakers on one of the right. British channels recently. And they were saying, you know, because there's so much stuff being decluttered and put into landfills, one of the brands, I have a feeling it was Adidas or one of them, they take all the old soles and everything and then make new what they're recycling in it they they yeah 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 so it's it's a nike adidas has been doing it now asex started i think nike were the first not the first nike the first i heard of but surely i'm i yeah. could be wrong uh but yeah they would recycle the shoes i think i have a pair of jordans that have somewhat of recycled in them uh it's this one yeah, because they put it on the soles, don't they? They recycle the, the yeah, bit. yeah. So this one, for example, they're called that's the a nice one. <gasps> so if I mean, if I if you don't mind, I'll just show you the bottom yeah. part. I've never worn them, so you're not yet. But you see, like this is recycled material. Ah, uh, yes, old, yes. Old yeah. shoes, uh, extra material cloth, extra material rubber. They had at the factories. They would recycle it. So it's like I remember they would say like it's like seventy percent recycled, made yeah. of seventy percent recycled materials and so stuff like that. That's actually pretty cool. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's uh, less waste. It's a very nice shoe. I haven't worn it yet. Um, a lot of these I haven't worn yet, but like, uh, 
I'm like surprised. It. Really? You haven't worn all of those trainers of yours? Like, you'd of, need of to wear not. them every day. Not. Like, a no, different pair every no. day. <laughs> but see, now what happens is that there's the debates of, uh, you know, if you're a true sneakerhead, you need to wear all your sneakers. and that, But, I mean, in the end, like, I, what I would say is then if somebody has five houses, does he need to live in all five? No, like that's not the case. You know what I mean? Like he, I he guess, probably yeah. buys and sells, buys and yeah, sells yeah. or collects. He just has properties around the world or yeah. watches or whatever. You don't need to wear all of them. So no. I like having them. And uh, I know for a fact that th- because for me, I tend, I don't tend to look at collecting money as money because right. I don't like to hold money because I know I'll, it'll be spent somewhere. I'd rather put it somewhere where I know that I can get it back at some point. Yeah. And uh, that sneakers is something that I'm passionate about, so I can know where to buy, what to buy. Yeah, but, no, I mean, good. you could choose your own thing, you know. Yeah. We all have our thing, and like I always say that to clients, For like sure. we all have our thing. My thing is Haviana flip flops. I have about between me and oh. my mom, we have about fifty pairs, but I wear okay. all of them because you know I like to wear them to work, and I wear yes, them out yes, and yes. stuff. So yeah. Yeah, they're never going to be collector item. I don't care if they're rare. I'm just like I'm going to wear them. But you every, never know. You never yeah. know. But everybody, yeah. every client, everybody has a thing. Your thing is sneakers and Funko Pops. So that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's your thing. Um, right. But yeah, no, it, it, it's fascinating. It's been, yeah, like so fascinating to find out this, all this stuff. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it's mine. It's blowing my mind. I mean, cause I always take the piss out of all the clients, you know, when they've got loads of trainers. I'm like, why have you got so many right. boxes? But it is interesting to know why and what and how and, yeah the fact that there sorry is a... there's been sorry there's been some like it, i don't i don't mean to turn it a bit into educational it's just because you know you're when you're asking me questions that i want to explain something to yeah, you yeah, i no. have to like you know what i mean yeah, yeah no, so it's i perfect. don't want to bore you or the audience but i mean it's it's good common knowledge i mean right now because sneakers are part of the culture now yeah. so you know when it comes up in a conversation around you you know what is going on what's yeah, going on exactly and the thing is it's like you know, like you have your wife. She has married into this shoe collection. <laughs> he yeah. was, you know, most people like, oh my God, what is this, this nonsense? And I have a lot of wives, you know, some husbands, but mostly wives who have to deal, mm-hmm. you know, or partners who have had to deal with the same thing going, why? Why are they taking up the space with these shoes and these boxes? So now there's been an explanation for the sneakers. It still doesn't explain right. why women buy a lot of shoes and heels. We, we've got a different reasoning. But that's, yeah, that's another podcast episode we'll talk about. Yeah, <laughs> but I think even with heels, it applies. The same logic applies. There are some heels that are limited, um, uh, that for sure can be sold later on. I- I don't know if the value in terms of value it goes up like sneakers, but I know for a fact yeah. that if you, if you like pay 5,000 dirhams on a pair of, I don't know, Valentino, whatever, you surely you can sell it for at least 3,000. No, you know? it's it's not as good. The market selling, really? resale market for luxury items is not great. It's for bags. Yep. But sh- shoes, yeah, bags, yeah. Uh, especially shoes. If you've worn the shoes, colors, the, the value is it's it's terrible. It's you, the, same, you, the same applies with sneakers. The same yeah. applies with sneakers. Yeah. I suppose at least with sneakers, you know, it, it's harder to damage the soles and to make it look like it's been worn, you know, whereas True, there, with heels, there are way, Yeah, there know. are ways to keep it clean and to make it uh, very fresh. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, you don't, you don't get that with heels. So that's the big problem. So the value is, is, is terrible. So, but anyway, right. So I love to find out 
what people are watching right now on TV and or movies right. because that's my that's my other obsession, like decluttering, organizing, right. watching TV. So, what are you watching right now that everybody should be watching? Well, I watch I watch series and I watch anime. So okay. there is two different styles. But in terms of series, have you seen The Last of Us? I've started. I'm on episode three, which I might start tonight. I might. Yeah, and it's they just very... released the fourth episode yesterday, yeah. I think. To, it's, no, it's, yeah. it's very drama, dark. So it it takes a lot. Of, I like happy things. So it's, yeah. Ah, okay. Me, one, my, one of my favorite video games is The Last of Us because the, the series uh, is based yeah. on the game. So, yeah. and, I, I, and I've heard about the series like for two years that they're making it and I've right. been dying. And when I heard that it's HBO, yeah. production i'm like it has to be good because yeah, like yeah. they did game of thrones and etc so yeah i think chernobyl as well so it's it has to be good and so far it hasn't disappointed no it's more drama it's, more yeah. drama more drama but it hasn't but i heard the episode. third episode is supposed to be amazing and it's got the guy from the office who i love so and i follow him on twitter so what's oh, his name yeah um, i forgot his um Offerman, something Offerman. Yeah, Nick Offerman. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Nick so, Offerman, yeah. Um, yeah, no. So I'm gonna watch that. So I heard it's a very good episode. Uh, prepare yourself. Yeah, it's a very good episode. So finally, how can people find you on Speaker? I have to pronounce it. Speaker J E Sneaker Sneaker That's fine. That works. Okay. Basically, this is. You sell them how this they can is, hear, yeah. find you. <laughs> this is the this is the literal translation of sneakerhead, but in Arabic, like in a Middle Eastern accent. Oh. Uh, so that's that's the the, the the meaning of the name. Right. Um, well, yeah, you can find us on 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 Apple Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Same thing, sneaker G uh, sneaker then J E Y E. Okay, uh, and I'll put it in the show Instagram notes as well. well. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. You can <laughs> you find us on Instagram as well. Uh, we just we're just gonna start kicking off our third season, and actually last weekend uh, we had our first live event. So we, uh, there was a fan Middle East event with uh, one of our friends. Her name is Tam and her husband Ahmed, and they did an event in Twenty Four Hours Hotel, and we did our live first ever live show. And uh, wow. we with the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a lot of fun, and you can see that on our Instagram as well. Uh, for me on my Instagram, I'm Ibrahim Aburas underscore at the end. So Ibrahim I B R H I M A B U R I S underscore on Instagram, on TikTok, Ibrahim Aburas, same thing but dot in the middle. Actually, if you just write Ibrahim Aburas on TikTok, you'll find me there. It'll come up. Uh, it will come up. Uh, and yeah, and, and it'll show you sneakers, changing your outfit for like jumping up and putting. Oh, uh, you've seen that? Video? Yeah, I saw that one yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I went. What is he doing? <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah, very animated, very uh, but if you know me, like that's what my office tell me. Like if you know me, you would know that this is how I am as a person. Right, I guess. Just it. very animated. Yeah, and just, yeah it uh, was. It was very yeah, cool. It took a lot took a lot of editing, not gonna lie, but uh, in the end it, it worked out yeah, yeah. more or less. So right. yeah, you can find me there. So thank you so much for having me on your podcast. No, it's it's thank been, uh, you very so nice. much. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Like it was so interesting and like just finding out everything and chatting and seeing mm. how it links to other parts of life and decluttering and organizing. It's just, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. So thank oh, of you. Of course, because it, yeah, it can get out of hand. If, unless you manage it in time, it, it will definitely get out of hand. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, oh, you're doing good, like, and dumping the boxes <laughs> on your you. parents. Like, the, that's great. I got the stamp of approval. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you're doing great. You're just throwing it, dumping them back at your parents' house. That's great. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, no, it's no. stored in areas, like in closets and stuff. So I'm taking care of things. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait uh, for your parents yeah. to call me. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for being thank on the you show. So much. Thank um, you. Thank you. Thanks as always for listening to the Get Organized with Decluttering podcast. If you'd like to get more tips and advice, just follow me on social media at D E C L U T T R M E. And if you don't want to miss uh, the next weekly podcast, just subscribe on all of your favorite podcast um, players. Also, Sneaker G here as well, which I pronounced wrong as well. And uh, anyway, thank you again and see you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much. <laughs>